1: Welcome back in. Welcome to Dynasty Happy Hour. We are here live. And no Doug. Doug's on a cruise, you know, just leaving us behind, enjoying nice weather with the family. But you know what? I'm here with family. And that is James. James. Hey. I feel like like
0: his cruises are like, this is like the fourth one this year, man. Bougie Doug.
1: I mean, it's the only time he can cruise because he does not cruise to victories in fantasy football because I'm beating him in a league. <laughs> oh, it's been a week, people. We are going to get right into that. Lots of injuries, lots of problems. I mean, we all thought by apocalypse was the issue. It is the injury. apocalypse, is what you'd call it. <laughs> Some kind of lips. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. We are on YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces, and when Doug comes back, you can see his face. Uh, I mean, he's got a face, but we it's are a beautiful here face. every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central Time. Why don't you go ahead and hit that like and subscribe, and even do the alerts. Hey, look, we're here. Get, your phone lets you know. like Bing, here we are. But you know what? We had a lot of, of different things happen this week. I'm going to get right into it. We're going to talk rookie performers, biggest risers. And uh, we're gonna avoid Corey's throw shot because once again, his his off week he doesn't get to it. I mean, it's his bye week. Yeah. <laughs> but we got our players. Our your spray tan player, my own player, Doug doesn't have his tight end. But you know what? What I'm sure we he... could give one somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we we need to kind of trim the show sheet this week. And there's also another way to trim things, right, James? Yeah. Um. We're
0: sponsored by Manscaped, and if you haven't noticed, I mean, they're the leading company in men's grooming, and I have a brief short story, Tyler, and I actually typed it up because, man, it was great. Yesterday, all right, I went to Taco Bell, ate myself into an afternoon food coma, had to go to the mom's house afterward, you know, so for dinner we're all sitting around the table after a few drinks my wife goes i have baby fever so in any guy's right mind you know oh yeah i'm getting lucky and uh my stomach starts to groan like immediately like the taco bell starting to work wonders here so yeah we live about an hour away from my mom's house so we get home finally get the baby in bed and have some time to ourselves and my stomach is gurgling at this point I quick leave the room just close the door and release the biggest fart ever ever oh it was so bad I wanted to throw up myself
1: I'm so wondering I was saying I'm so wondering where the manscape part wait wait
0: wait 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 so I run into the bathroom grab my crop reviver Give myself a little quick spritz and go right back into the room with the wife and say, now, how about that baby fever?
1: <laughs> that, that I mean,
0: or this how about that baby fever? I mean, uh, the, I, I mean, let's just I felt saved by manscaped. OK, all right. You didn't really
1: want to. Um, that had nothing but, to do with it. I've got a better story. You know what? I used it last week. I used the the preserver. I used the recovering spray. I used the body spray. And it all smells fantastic. And you know what? When you use code DHH, you can go ahead and get yourself 20% off anything in the store. I have a reoccurring three-month thing where I get a new blade for my nose hair trimmer. Because I use that thing weekly. Because, man, allergies, especially hay fever, is terrible right now. It is horrible horrible but you know what saves me is that uh the weed whacker and also lawnmower 4.0 is a lifesaver in general like james just mentioned it could save you from a lot of different things but yeah, yes. you don't want those those berries hanging off of there man oh god no but yes go to Mansgate and go get the 20 percent off with code dhh You know what, James? We're going to get right into the news. My story was funnier, by the way, but let's get into the news. You're right. We're going to get right into the news. And first thing is, we're going to go back to, what was it, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Big, big Thursday night. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey was traded to the San Francisco 49ers. We saw him play today. He was traded for a 23-second, a a 23-third, a 23-fourth, and a 24-fifth. Now... I'm not sure if we saw the big difference between McCaffrey. Yeah. Not I mean, today, the, no. the play was limited, but the 49ers have a lot more bigger issues than than uh, having Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. What do, you, what do you think about this? I think it's it's great. I,
0: I put out a poll on on uh, Twitter about the trade, like what would you trade for? Um, and the consensus was... Uh, a late first and a second to to go and acquire CMC if you are competing. And while that's just fine, I don't, I am very nervous, very, very nervous for Christian McCaffrey for the simple fact that that backfield has always had running backs injured. And we've know in the past two seasons that Christian McCaffrey has been injured. So I think it's a ticking time bomb. If you have them on your squad and you're not competing, get rid of them now, sell them on a,
1: on a real high, a last high note of his career, perhaps. I'm, I agree. I mean, it's a running back. We will talk about a lot more running backs, but if you have extreme value in a running back, like CMC just got going to San Francisco, I agree. It would be a good chance to trade despite him, probably going to be used like Austin Eckler, have about two really good years. I mean, we, we've we seen it time and time again. It, it Running backs fall from grace very quickly. And you know what? We're going to jump right into one that has. And that's J.K. Dobbins. He was placed on the IR for a knee injury. The same one. Now, it tightened up. And it kind of... Okay, we, we felt like we were all kind of comfortable with ACLs now. ACLs, yes, they take... They say it takes some time to get back in the groove of things, but you can return like eight months after. But it's just it seems like we're going the opposite direction now with uh, with knee injuries, and J.K. Dobbins he had a little more than the knee injury he had you know PCL MCL LCL he had a lot of uh, CLs going on with a lot uh, of CL yeah with that knee injury uh, he's placed on IR he's going to miss four weeks and Gus Edwards comes back. And scores two touchdowns. Now, for me, Edwards did not look explosive, but he just was a body. You know, like that's what a running back is, and and he knows the system, he knows what to do. But w- what are your feelings on J.K. Dobbins and his future? Um,
0: I'm nervous. I really am because I have him in a couple leagues, and I'm not going to be able to get rid of him. And when he was on the field, he did not look like him his past self and then today when Dobbins wasn't on the field Gus Edwards comes back and scores two touchdowns on 16 carries so like I'm nervous for JK Dobbins his future his rookie deal is almost up I believe next year is his, is the end of his rookie year rookie contract
1: rather uh yeah he was a second rounder a late second rounder so I think he, yeah next
0: season will be his last yeah
1: next season will be his last and and but the 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 positive thing about that is ACL injuries, usually the year after is kind of the, okay, you kind of feel it out. Then after that year coming back is when you hit your stride. You feel 100% like we've seen from Saquon, but Saquon's a different beast like we saw with AP. AP's a different man. Same with Saquon. J.K. Dobbins, uh, if you were to get out of J.K. Dobbins, what would you need for him right now? I'd want at least a second. I think that is, but I don't think anybody's giving it. I think somebody would give a second pretty easily. I, for me personally, are you okay with giving a second for somebody that you probably gave up a lot more for?
0: Uh, I don't know if I'd go, I'd go out and try to acquire JK
1: Dobbins for a second. I mean, you're rolling the dice. They are, they are a team that seems like they could be in the running for one of those big running backs coming out in 2023. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way this offense is playing right now. like Nobody's scared of the running running backs, so they need a prolific runner back there. And who knows, maybe Bijan can come in town and make this offense prolific. And going back to the running backs, Brees Hall. This is what oh. kind of the main stories are about this week. He had been diagnosed a big diagnosis with an knee injury, and Robert Salah, he, he said it's not good. He believes it's an ACL now. There is that small sliver of hope that we have seen happen where it's like, oh, well, it's not an ACL. It's, uh, you know, an MCL. And I feel like Nick Chubb had that happen maybe three years ago, two or three years ago, where we thought it could be an ACL. And it was an MCL. And he came back like in eight weeks. But despite that, like eight weeks or season, this is an injury that we did not want to see happen after he broke off a massive, massive run where he's going 22 miles an hour this sucks Brees Hall he was heralded as the RB1 in Dynasty now just like how it's like oh well next week it's going to be this player next week it's going to be Kenneth Walker but Brees Hall he was the RB1 in Dynasty now where what are your plans with Brees Hall like say you've got him on a roster it hurts you're a contender what would you do with Brees Hall would you just hold tight or are you looking to move him for kind of a win now piece Um, if I'm contending, maybe,
0: but otherwise I'm holding, I really, I really want to hold. He showed enough in the time that he was getting the the majority of the snap share in the backfield for the jets that he is the main threat in that offense. Um, Michael Carter, isn't it? I know they split carries a little bit. Michael Carter got some work today, but it is Brees Hall's backfield, and I assume when he comes back, it will be Brees Hall's backfield. If I do have him on any of my dynasty rosters, I'm holding. I'm not selling. I'm gonna take uh, it on like, a, yeah.
1: on the on the chin. No, I I agree. And if you can go buy low on him, I would. He is one of those players, like we talked about Saquon, that that feels like he's a different breed. Somebody that can come back and and fully be healthy from this injury. Delvin Cook kind of comes to mind of the the type of player I feel like he could come back from. Like Delvin Cook had a rookie year where he tore his ACL, and then it took him it took him a couple years to fully be back. But you know that the year after he had a couple of hamstring issues. That's the kind of path I feel like Breesol will go on, and his value, you know, kind of the forgotten man throughout the season. I feel like he's going to be obtainable, especially with this rookie class coming in twenty three. Maybe you could get him for 23 twenty-three first and twenty-three second towards the end of the season. That'd be great. And that's uh option you could go with. Going to another jet. Oh, this is I, I want him to get moved. <laughs> Elijah Moore requests a trade. Roba Salah says no. Just and sit on gonna, the bench. And you're gonna be benched this week. <laughs> okay. First of all, he would get just as many targets on the field if he was on the field. Like Zach Wilson is terrible. This defense is winning this team game and running game, I will say. If it wasn't for Brees' long touchdown, I think they would have lost. But Zach Wilson is terrible. He does not help anybody on this team. They're winning despite Zach Wilson. But Elijah Moore, this they could get if they could get a second for Elijah Moore, I don't think it would happen. I think it would be like a third or something like that. But if they could get a second and just kind of be like, okay, we'll trade him. We've got these other players. you know. I know Corey Davis got hurt this week, but Elijah Moore, what do you think is going to happen with him? I think this is going to be a juicy trade deadline because of the Brees Hall injury and and J.K. Dobbins going on IR, and and there's going to be a couple big-time moves, I feel.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if it gets done. I mean, Salah was pretty uh, convincing saying, no, we're not trading you, Uh, turning it down right away. Even with Corey Davis getting hurt today, Denzel Mims got hurt today they're going down a bare knuckle really it's going to be Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore I mean they need to make it work and Elijah Moore I mean yes he had a great season last year but who is he to sit here and turn around and say I want to trade dude you're a sophomore like really
1: he He got zero targets and he played and 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 his and his playing time is dropping that was the issue like he, he was drafted second overall in the second round last year he was supposed to be a breakout and the thing is is it it's a job and this guy's got two more years after this year to prove that he deserves money I agree with Elijah Moore like this is a guy that he is working on himself and trying to figure out hey am I gonna get these targets to show teams you know this is what I deserve for money. Or is it going to be like Denzel Mims where the team doesn't even use him despite him doing well in camp? And then Mims is just, you know, dust to the NFL.
0: I, I, I get the the point of, oh, I want to be out there and, you know, show my worth, etc. But you should be out there for the win, for the team. And that's where the selfishness takes over because the Jets, the Jets have won four straight. Like
1: seriously, they're five and two now. Yes. when we, no one expected that. When Zach Wilson has thrown one touchdown in four games, I mean that's going to change now. They're definitely going to need Elijah Moore, so they the were smart schedule, for not trading him. The, the, the but the thing is, Garrett Wilson had five targets today. Five the schedules. The schedule catches, is terrible. I think four it's coming up. It's like for twenty seven yards was. Garrett I think they Wilson. play the Patriots twice. The Bills get, and then they have a bye. They're gonna get rolled on and finally realize Zach Wilson is not the guy. Like this whole winning streak that they have right now is not gonna last. And then they're finally gonna realize, like, hey, our offense actually needs to do well when our defense is getting gashed. And we can't we can't move the ball with Zach Wilson. And it should like we all see it. But since the the, the Jets are winning, Salaz is like, Oh, everything's great. You know. Yeah. Uh, this picture is made of gold, but he's going to realize it's just spray paint and it's going mean, to wear off. I mean, can
0: I just say that the Jets were the whole spray paint, spray tan team of the NFL? Yeah.
1: And, and with Brees <laughs> Hall going down, that's their offense. Like their offensive line got dinged up today. It's it's going to be very tough sledding for the Jets. And I think uh, Zach Wilson's true colors are going to shine. I mean, they already are. But finally, I think the management and Salah will realize, like, hey, we can't we can't win with this guy. Going on to another player that seems... Ha, got a win today without even playing. Russell Wilson. He had a <laughs> partially torn hamstring out possibly in the next three to four weeks. Hackett says after the game that Russ is trending towards playing next week in London, I think with that Wolverine blood, he will play. They don't want to throw... They don't want to rip it out there again. No. They, <laughs> they're they going to rip in that Band-Aid off real quick. Because Russell Wilson is, is better. And I think today... Uh, if you acquired Russell Wilson like I did, straight up for Zach Wilson in the listener league, you oh. feel com- you feel comfortable because you realize it's not Wilson, it's Hackett. Hackett, like uh, despite Rippon not being great, his game plan was trash. He Terrible. is not a pl- good play caller. Uh, I mean, Melvin Gordon's getting planned out by other running backs when Javante Williams got planned out by melvin gordon like even when Javante was in he should be getting 20 carries a game and he never did because melvin gordon was there but now melvin gordon's still there and he's getting supplanted by latavius murray It's, it's confusing he doesn't know what he's doing he's not a good head coach he'll probably be out by week 10 at my guess what do you think about russ
0: oh he's hard to trust uh partially torn hamstring you know I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous for. I mean, it's a perfect buy low opportunity. I mean, you, you said it yourself, Zach Wilson for Russell Wilson. You would have never been able to do that this summer. No. Um. I I like that because you know what everybody lives in the now and we try to live in the future it's when it comes spicy. to the dynasty. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you and your little quick pro quotes. Um. But yeah, Russell Wilson. I'm okay with uh going after him now.
1: Yeah, it, he seems like he's not the problem. And the injuries might actually be hampering him a bit. Now, let's go on to another person. Injuries are now hampering him. David Njoku, ankle, he was wearing a walking boot, using crutches. Um, they're trying to figure out how bad the the ankle sprain was, if it feels you know, high or low or something like that. A couple of those happened today. Um, um, with the Njoku news...
0: I believe that they said it's a minor sprain. So although the walking boot and the crutches, I think it was just precautionary. I think he will be okay.
1: He's having a heck of a year. He is a top, I want to say five tight end. And when Deshaun Watson comes back, I think it's only going to get better. Jacoby Brissett looked like he was crawling to the finish line today because he Mm. was getting hit around. But I want to talk about another ankle injury more uh, beyond David Njoku. And that's Mike Williams, who, 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 had a very bad... You watched the play. His, oh. his leg was twisted underneath somebody, and he twisted completely. He was screaming in pain. Uh, from early reports, it looks like it is a high ankle sprain oh no. with a chance of a fracture and ligament damage. It was not good. I would not be shocked if he is out for the year, if not till playoffs, if they make it. It was bad. And, that hurts. And I, despite... I'll, I don't want to really... Dig into Mike Williams. I hope he's okay, but I want to dig into the Chargers because they did not look great either. That offense looks looks kind of bland. And I mean, they Keen- just lost to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, bad. And, and Keen Allen, he's coming back from injury, so maybe you know knocking the rust knocking the rust off. But this wide receiver court is very shallow. It's Keen Allen now and Josh De- Palmer, who's hurt. DeAndre it's Carter. DeAndre Carter, who's not great like he's an average i personally could see this team trading for a wide receiver maybe elijah moore maybe elijah moore would be a great (laughs) fit for this team by the way a fantastic fit for this team also dj moore would be a great fit for this team who finally got off the schneid today thanks to pj walker but uh let's talk about the chargers What are your feelings about them and the Mike Williams injury? Now, Mike Williams, he's going to be 28. You got that big contract. He should be back next year. Um, What are your feelings about the Chargers offense with this injury? Well, if
0: there's no deep threat, that's going to be a problem. I mean, they they couldn't move the ball against the Seattle Seahawks with Mike Williams in the game, let alone uh, without him in the game. They're going to have nobody to stretch the field. They're going to have to rely on the dump down pass to Austin Eckler, so it boosts him. It boosts Everett and hopefully Keenan Allen in the near future, but I don't see this franchise winning as we expected earlier in the season. All right. They've taken a step back. Their defense has holes, uh, obviously because of injury, but man, it's it's not looking good. And while the Chiefs are just blowing the doors off of people.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. The, I- I thought that 49ers game was gonna be a lot closer than than it actually was, but mm-hmm. man, when you got God, who is there? Brock Purdy playing some quarterbacks at, at the end of the game, you got you got served. You got blown out. All right, let's move on. I'm gonna kinda of lump these two together since sure. they both had concussions and DK Metcalf, he was card off the field with a concussion, people were worried about the knee. I personally think it wasn't the knee it was a concussion because i think he had some blood on his knee so they're like oh man it's the knee but him and amenra were card off with concussions big Uh, hits this week big very big hits (laughs) defenses are playing old school football and i was i was talking this weekend to somebody and i mentioned i said you know i'm in an idp league and defenses are scoring insane numbers well, offensive players, you're lucky if they hit like you know, our defensive players. You're you're kind of picking between a bunch of studs this year. And now offensive players you are kind of like, oh, crap. Who am I going to play? Who's going to get me 10 points? It's it's kind of that that type of year. And D came,
0: I, yeah, go ahead. Just to say, though, uh, about the concussions, like I know this new protocol. They are trying to protect the players. And this hurts a lot. I mean, even the defensive side of the ball. um, uh, who's the guy Hoa Funga from the 49ers yeah. had a great interception my guy in I, in our uh, home IDP league he has a concussion now he was just coming off of a concussion yeah. so what do they need to do to make sure without screening these guys every single day before they hit the field that they're okay to play like this is we know it's a dangerous sport but I just can't remember so many concussions happening yeah, week and, in, week out.
1: And Amon Ra St. Brown's concussion was just that. There was a spotter uh, off the field like off on the sidelines, you know, looking for concussions, and he's the one that spotted Amon Ra. You saw Amon Ra on the sidelines say, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like he it, to me it didn't look like it was crazy, crazy bad, but you know, I don't know anything about concussions. But when he's sitting there going to his own person saying, I'm I'm good, I'm fine, and they close the net in front of him and pretty much took him out because the spotter was like, This guy's got a concussion. Like, I feel like that's where the issue's coming in, where the guy off the field, he sees something and was like, Nope, that's a concussion, he's out. Like Ugh. that's where I feel like the issue's gonna happen and things are gonna not get better at all because players are gonna get taken out when they don't even have a concussion and they're gonna sit there and be like, Okay, why why am I out? Right. Yeah. All right. Now, speaking of out, if you're out of the championship run, you know what you deserve? A poop trophy. (laughs) A toilet trophy. And also, if you're the winner, you deserve a fantastic trophy. You know what? Just like our listener league, the winner got a trophy. That is right. Brian Heiser got his trophy this weekend. He got his ring he said his kids absolutely love the ring. They love putting it on, acting like it's, you know, oh, look at me, I'm a winner, uh, I got a ring. But the trophy is fantastic. And you know what? It's just a trophy topper with the block, and it's got the championship logo, but man, it is clean, it is sharp. And if you want to get your league one of those, each and every year, like we do, all you need to do is you use code DHHRING and get a free $60 championship ring with that purchase. And you know what? Your kids can enjoy it. Your fiance, your wife, your husband, your significant other, anybody will love this ring. I've got one sitting on my desk for the Trade Addict 7 trophy that we won and we are looking to repeat. But if you want to get your trophy, go to trophysmack.com, code DHH ring, and get your customized trophy belt, anything you want that they have available, which is a lot today. You have to get it. All right. You ready to get into the meat and potatoes? Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. All right. We're going to go top performers, top rookie performers. And you know what? Let's start off at the top, you know, the aforementioned Brees Hall tears. You know, he he went off four for 72, had a massive run. Yes, He had that touchdown, 22 miles an hour. That That guy was flying, and he's a thick dude flying at 22 miles an hour. Hopefully, he recovers good from that injury. Uh, Brees Hall. I, I'm gonna go back to him quick. Where is he in your R? You know your dynasty RBs going into the end of the year.
0: I mean, Brees Hall. He was definitely inside my top five. Not so
1: much anymore. Are you? So you are would you have like Bijan ahead of him now? A couple. Probably like Gibbs and Bijan coming into the class but I would mean, be right there with him. Running back so tough. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, why do you think I hate running backs? The shelf life dynasty. of
0: a running back is so hard to peg and follow. They they are good at one one second and then they're hurt the next. You know they tear ACLs. Like look at Cam Akers fall from grace. You know it was a top top five dynasty running back when he was drafted all the, all the hope in the world. One oh Like, I know I took him at one Oh three in one of my rookie drafts and I was hoping that he was going to be great towards ACL. Now he wants to get, now he's getting traded.
1: Like, no, he, he tore his Achilles. No, that's oh, a I'm sorry. He tore that's a, di- yeah. That's a different monster. Like, there's a part of me that thought, hey, if Brees Hall's going out, I hope it's an ACL and not the Achilles. Because I, I, yeah, I stand corrected. You are totally right about that. The Achilles is definitely the beast you don't want to mess with. And speaking of beasts you don't want to mess with, Ken Walker, the third, oh, the yes. RB1 in the league. LOL, James puts in the show sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James is a big uh, Ken Walker fan. Now, I, going back to Dynasty Trade Calculator, I listened to their podcast this week uh izzy and uh uh, what a reese the other co host with jp and him uh they had an argument about ken walker and izzy loves ken walker thinks he's a top running back in the league and the other guy was like no it he's not he doesn't have a good catch percentage he doesn't catch the ball And Izzy pretty much on Twitter today said, hey, you don't need to catch the ball to be a good running back in fantasy. And this proves it. Nick Chubb has proven it. Hey, he has the ability. People are like, oh, how many times are you going to rip off 75-yard runs? How many times have we seen it? Like, we've seen it almost every game. It doesn't matter. Like, yes, the 75-yard
0: touchdown in the fourth quarter was amazing. Oh, yeah. All right? I was waiting for it to happen. But I was more concerned about the fact that he almost was going to hit 100 yards and I'm looking at the clock and there's like 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter and I'm like there's definitely going to do it for the first time Ken Walker's going to have over 100 yards and a touchdown perfect this is what I want from Ken Walker week in week out the 75 yard touchdown was the icing on the cake because everybody doubts this guy oh he can't catch oh you know he's too upright when he runs no, he has the speed. He's a bulldozer. My man went for an extra six yards with three linemen on his back today. All yeah. right, Those are the things that they don't talk about. And, Ken and Walker can, is can real, can and the Seattle Seahawks are going to use him the right way. They They protected him. They made holes for him, and they gave him the ball 23 times, and he
1: delivered. I think he delivers every week this year. This team also has two first-round picks, one that is not theirs in the top ten. Quarterback. They have a chance to either get a quarterback. I know Geno's playing well. But a quarterback, Quarterback. or they could even solidify this offensive line more. They have an early second-round pick, and that is where the guards usually come off. They could get the interior of this line settled. Now, they got two bookend tackles that look to be the future. That's what you want in the NFL. And it is shown. Like, their pass blocking is, you know, middle of the pack, but their run blocking is great. That's all they talked about on the broadcast was how this running line is so good. They're like Atlanta. Like, all they need to do is bully people, and they can do that the whole game. And Ken Walker's showing that. Like, if he has a little inch of of a crease he's going to bust off a big run i've not seen this guy lose many yards yes he doesn't catch the ball so that does limit him personally but i don't think it's going to limit him much is he going to be the 101 no because of that pass catching but is can he be a top five running back or a top 10 yes and that's all we need yep like we are we are crawling and digging for running backs right now and we're sitting here nitpicking with ken walker that's not the right way to go if you have <laughs> ken walker you are pumped because he's i healthy. have him
0: in two dynasty leagues and i have him in both of my redraft leagues and both of my redraft leagues are six and one after today and my dynasty leagues that i have him in are six and one
1: Yep, I I traded Garrett Wilson right before he was named starter straight up for him and I needed him cuz my running backs are now very thin. So like I said, if you have Ken Walker, you are very pumped. And you know what? A tight end that I'm very pumped to have, Greg Dulcich. He's fun to watch. He to me feels like one of those guys that's going to be a top 8-ish tight end in for future for like years to come. I'm he- so mad about Greg Dulcich.
0: Because I saw this happening you before the combo. Didn't you? <laughs> and I could not get him anywhere. The hype just grew and grew. And as soon as he was drafted, I could not pick him up in any of my rookie drafts. Blame the hair.
1: Oh,
0: man. I blame, I blame Corey. I blame
1: Corey because Corey Corey boosted him up way over, way just way he, overhyped him. He's got He's got an interesting style play. He's not as rough and tough as Kittle, but he gets open and runs routes like Kittle. Like He's just smooth, and he seems to just be in the right spot at the right time. We saw Ripon absolutely target him a bunch, nine targets, and and six for 51 today. But uh, brighter days are ahead, and once Russell Wilson... You know, gets away from what Hackett's doing. I think Dulcich can be a uh, can be a fine tight end to start week in and week out, and you're happy for it.
0: Yeah, we and, saw him last week, two for forty four on three targets and a touchdown. He should add like, two touchdowns. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna continue for Dulcich.
1: Speaking of somebody who should be getting more touchdowns with the targets, Chris Olave, seven for one hundred six on fourteen targets, again. Over targeted. I know Andy Dalton had to throw a bunch, and he threw it to the other team. And, and it's Andy Dalton. <laughs> it's Andy Dalton. Jameis, I think, is going to be the starter, and when he comes back, the there's positive with that. Yeah, he may not get the 14 targets, but you know he's going to get those air yards. Jameis yeah. is going to throw it deep to him. I would not be shocked if Olave is a thousand yard receiver, which he's easily on pace for, and he's easily the the top receiver of this class, the rookie. Top receiver of this class. Now, I didn't like it. There are things I still cringe watching Olave. He's a body catcher, and I'm not a fan of that. He loves to bring passes into his body, and I think in time that will get fixed. But man, he is smooth. Smoothest routes. They were talking. I I forgot what podcast they're talking about it. But uh, I think it was uh, Pat McAfee's. They're talking, and they said, you know, Garrett Wilson is uh, aggressive. Powerful route runner, almost like he—he's just angry, almost with his feet. And Alave is just smooth. Like they're both fantastic route runners, but they're so different in that aspect that they can win in those type of ways. And that's what made them different in this draft. I think they're both going to be fantastic players. They're both going to be elite players. You know, once freaking Garrett Wilson Elijah gets Moore qu- gets traded and Garrett Wilson gets a quarterback, <laughs> that—that'd be nice. I mean, give me Annie Dalton on the Jets, please. But <laughs> Crystal Olave is gonna be be a good wide receiver two for your team with a wide receiver one upside. Uh, what are your thoughts on Olave? Where where would you have him in the receiver class right now? This rookie receiver class, rookie
0: receiving class, um, right up there. I think after the show that we saw from Drake London today, or their lack of, I'm a little nervous for Drake London. Uh, Traylon Burke's obviously hurt, so I'm. I would go Wilson, Olave, and then
1: Pickens. Speaking of Pickens, he just scored a touchdown. Woo! I needed that. Yes, I Uh, did, too. Yeah, uh, this wide receiver class I think is going to be a great one. And the only reason why we're not seeing, like, amazing show from them, like Drake London and Garrett Wilson, is quarterbacks. Mariota, he does not throw the ball much. Arthur nope. Smith doesn't need to. This Atlanta team does not want to throw the ball with Mariota in. I do think we see Ritter soon. Oh, I, I hope wait. so because I Arthur Smith Arthur Smith, just needs to stop being so stubborn and get Ritter in because Mariota is not helping us win. He's just there. He's holding the dog leash. He's and what makes walking. it
0: worse was like the last couple weeks they were winning.
1: Oh, and I love that for Ritter because I want them to win. I love them to win with Ritter. But they're winning, and that helps because their draft is not going to be in the top 10. It might be 13, 12, 11, and their defense needs help more than that offense. Mariota
0: threw the ball 13 times, completed eight passes for 124 and a touchdown. They
1: passed it, what was it, 14 or 13? 14 times
0: last week. Last week, yep. The the highest pass completion, uh, the highest attempts was 33 in
1: week one. Now— I do want to talk about Pitts. He's going to have a year, a record breaking year. He will not this year though. Nope. It won't be this year. (laughs) And, and with the doubt, I would not be sad to go on trade for Pitts. I mean, you're going to get a 75%. No, seven. You pay 75% of what he used to be. And if I could do that, I would do it because he is, he's open all the time. They had they actually had a play where he had a lineman on him and he was wrestling with this lineman, this two hundred and ninety pound dude, and he was just wrapped around his waist because Pitts overpowered him on the line, got oh you know, got around him, and then this dude was wrapped around his waist. He didn't catch the ball because he, you know, he's like, Okay, I'm gonna give up a holding call instead of a touchdown, because Pitts would have scored easily. But Pitts, he's going to have one of those years, and there's going to probably be two to three more weeks where he has a crazy game. And I would not be shocked when number four is the one calling plays. Yeah, when Ritter gets in, uh, I think Kyle Pitts'
0: stock will be back on the rise.
1: And when they are in the red zone, I fear for Mariota. When Ritter's in the red zone, he always just seems to find a way to score. It was in the preseason where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I am. I almost feel like they will score because Ritter almost has luck. It's like, oh, this guy has so much luck on his side. It doesn't matter what he does; I it's think, going to end up in six. To be honest, Ritter's vision is so much better than Mariota's, and that was the issue coming out. Like they're like, oh, Ritter doesn't have good field awareness. His vision is bad. Uh, what I saw in the preseason was it. Yeah, like he threw a couple balls up, but he. Trusted his receivers. And with guys like Pitts in London, that's what you need. You need a quarterback that's like, hey, I'm gonna throw this ball to this 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six guy, and I know he's coming down with it. Mariota doesn't feel that way. He's like, I need to be safe because I've lost my job so many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's move on to the biggest risers this week. Woo! And now we'll we'll kind of run through these real quick. Uh Paris Campbell. He's he's back. He was there last week. 10 for 70 and one. Wow. Guy, guys getting targeted like crazy out of nowhere. Uh, he was wide open. In the end zone. He jumped up for that touchdown and caught it. I thought he's going to break apart because that's <laughs> what I think with <laughs> Paris Campbell. 12 targets this week, 11 versus Jacksonville next
0: week. They get Washington Ooh. Paris Campbell's back.
1: He's startable until
0: he's not. If you like, have him on your sure. roster, I would definitely try to move him for something.
1: I mean, unless you're like Doug and I, Doug and I, we and Trade Attic Seven, we've won, and bye weeks we're gonna get hit soon. And when that happens, Paris Campbell's a nice player to have. That you're you're looking at probably 14 points just due to yards and targets and catches, just because you got guys like Alec Pierce, who is the down the field threat. Uh, Michael Pittman, he made a couple mistakes this week, but Paris Campbell, yeah, like you said, he looks back. Jerry Judy seven for 96 11 targets from the Ripping himself. a couple of those were I feel like accidental one was <laughs> one was one defle- was to him one was I deflected know. right yeah. up and Judy was just running across the field ah they are not using it almost feels like waddle before this year they they were kind of using them short and that's what they're using Ju- Judy as like man use this guy in like 20 yards down the field get him the ball. On slants Hamler
0: was a little banged up in this one, so they did keep Judy closer, playing some slot role. Um, I don't think it it stays though. Even with the target share that he was getting from from Russell Wilson, like eleven targets in this game, seven receptions for ninety-six. Like you said, it was one of those oops, I caught it kind of things. He hasn't really done much after that. Uh rumors he could get traded averaging around three to four receptions a game for 50 yards like on the on the button for the like the last three games this you week would, was as high or i'm sorry after week one this was as high
1: yeah so. he he feels like he would be great as a charger like we're talking about wide receivers that are think, looking to get traded judy would look
0: awesome with her i mean i think first. the chargers might take anybody with a pulse right
1: about now i mean would you <laughs> if you're the chargers you'd give a first for Judy, right? No, I would, because no. I think Judy still has that. Ult- like You're not a Judy fan, so I know I'm where not. You come from. It's, it's bad. I still feel like he's got elite route running talent, which is kind of the way this offense moves. Uh, Keen Allen, I, I feel like he could play just like Keaton Allen. And with that, that would help out Herbert so much. They could use him down the field, too. The, I think the- he's better as a
0: field stretcher, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, like Devonta Smith. Use him like that. Yeah, <laughs> they're almost kind of the same player. Almost got drafted in the same spot, too. Yeah, same college. Weird. Uh, Michael Carter will go to the Jets. Uh, I'm, I just brought him up just full workload. He had, he had a nice long catch, but, man, running the ball between the tackles just doesn't seem like he's it. No. Um, they're probably going to run Ty Johnson. What would you do with Michael Carter if you had him on your roster and somebody's like, hey, Sell. here's here's a second. Sell. You'd take it for a second? i
0: Definitely take it for a second.
1: All right, that's where we're at. Now, Joe Burrow. Talks about Joe Burrow not being in the top five in dynasty, and he. Oh, he must slammed, have heard it. Like, <laughs> I okay. My favorite, my my one thing I was looking forward to this week was uh, Jamar Chase, AJ Terrell. Last time they had a matchup yeah. like that was the college championship, where Terrell locked him down for a half, and then after that, it was Chase. Like Chase was just boom. That's it. Done. Game blouses.
0: AJ Terrell have- got hurt. I have AJ Terrell in our IDP
1: league and I almost played him and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. No. Yeah. He was, he had a hamstring uh, earlier this week. (laughs) He had an injury and it flared up again. So he was out the rest of the game, but man, burrow had over 300 yards at half pulled a Josh Allen where they kind of pumped the brakes and like, okay, that's good. We're all set. (laughs) Just Uh, run the ball for the
0: rest of the second. Chase had
1: a game. I was fearing for Higgins because Boyd was going off. Higgins still got his, and man, this offense is humming. And hey, keep it this way. Don't go back to just ground and pound, 70 yards rushing on, 25 carries. No, throw the ball to run. That's how they're Mm going to succeed. Yeah, throw the ball to be able to run. Going to somebody who was running all over the field today, Terry McLaurin, he looked like he was taking over that game. 5 for 73 and 1. He was playing mad
0: today, man. I loved it. He was pumped.
1: My favorite part, end of the game, he made a big first down catch. Carson Wentz was patting him on the shoulders. Terry McLaurin ignored the crap out of Carson Wentz. Didn't even look his way, and Carson Wentz kind of walked away awkwardly. That's because Carson Wentz never really looked his way, so touche. (laughs) Carson Wentz. And I know Heineke won. I want to see Sam Howell. I was kind of hoping that they lost yeah, or got blown
0: out and we saw Sam Howell a little bit. It, the time will come. Yeah, we're an injury or a loss away if from seeing You still have the opportunity right now.
1: Go out and try to acquire Sam Howell. If, if Wentz comes back and they are winning with Heinke, I don't think Wentz fully takes the job right away. I think mm. they further his recovery. Well, we need one or two more weeks. For yeah, months. so they
0: so they can try to trade him for something.
1: <laughs> no, I think just so they can see what they got in these other. Well, I mean, they're not players. trading anything. His contract's up in one year. And that's it. Yep. Another player that we got. It's DJ Moore, seven for sixty-nine. Nice and one. Hey, he's off to snide, Everybody, that's oh, what counts. about time. Ten targets. Oh man, I'm PJ Walker is our savior. Sam Darnold could be back next week. So could Baker. I no, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know they both could be back. I would not be shocked if it's Darnold over Baker, especially with the new coaching staff. Hey, it could even be PJ Walker. It's not up to us. It's Steve Wilkes who makes the choices. Well, who would you want? Out
0: of what, PJ Walker, Darnold, or Baker? Yeah. These uh, off-brand cereals. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to stick with Baker on that one. Okay, I'm going to go with Darnold. I mean, if you're forcing me to choose one, I'm going to go Baker. But the real news here is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost 21 to three against, debatably Insane. the the worst team in the NFL that and are that have proclaimed that they are tanking by selling Christian McCaffrey. Um, and they go out and win with Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard running the ball. I mean, they split the carries. Deontay Foreman,
1: man, fifteen carries, one hundred eighteen yards against the best run defense. Yeah,
0: what is going on with Tom Brady? I really think this divorce is like got him in shambles. It,
1: it would suck. I mean, you're you're ripping your family apart, but it's his fault. Like why am I why why should
0: I be? He just didn't want to go out like Brett Favre. He wanted to go out on top. He's going out like Brett Favre. He's going out like Brett Favre. Exactly. (laughs) Like he should have just walked away into
1: the sunset after he won
0: the Super Bowl. Exactly. Never
1: came back. And and even last year, you had a good season. Yeah. And it's hard to win in the NFL. You had a good season. You lost. You you didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fine. Call it quits. And I, I get it.
0: I understand. I was a chef for over 20 years. All right. And the are moment. Are comparing a chef to. Yes. <laughs> yes. No
1: occupation.
0: Leaving an occupation. I, I see. All right. Know. So I was a chef for 20 years. Right. And I know we don't have too much time. So I'll make it quick. 20 years. And the moment I realized I couldn't due to injury. And the fact that I was starting a family. It hurt. Like that's your ego. And if Tom Brady's ego is that big that he wants to get divorced by Giselle and not see his family just to try to win, I mean, he's getting served up a,
1: a platter. Yeah, man. And uh, actually, we have live video of Chef when he put in his re- resignation of being a chef. Hurdy,
0: hurdy, furdy, furdy, dirty, furdy.
1: hurdy, hurdy, dirty, hurdy, hurdy, hurdy,
0: See, that's why I'm the chef, and you're not. <laughs> the frick
1: is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving all right. on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. We'll do the next two real quick. They are both running backs, and they are both on the rise. That is Travis Etienne, 14 for one, 14. You mean the Travis one... Etienne
0: you tried to acquire from me? Travis yeah, Etienne, uh-huh.
1: who I still think is a sell, if you have not been Dynasty, despite, you know, he's getting all of the... He's getting all elevated. This of the, week. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll talk we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the the trends. But uh yeah, I mean if you have Travis Etienne, you are happy. Yes. And Josh Jacobs, speaking of somebody you have that is happy, and hey, I'm not gonna toot horns, but I Ooh. have been saying all offseason this dude needs to get the ball more because he's a very good running back. I'm so many sold in the offseason. And he, when he got the touches, he produced. And they just didn't give him the touches. Man, what a fault. If you acquired him after that Hall of Fame game because he played, and you're like, oh, God, this guy's toast. Like He, he could be close to RB1 right now. I'm not too mad. I got a, an early second you're and one dolly. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm that, still mad. Yeah, I'm still a little mad. That's not it bad, was a great but, deal, but I'm still mad. But, man this guy who did not get his fifth year option is happy he did not because he's gonna get the bag this yes. offseason 20 carries for 143 and three guy behind an average offensive line looks amazing that is the that is the story like if he was behind, like everybody's like Atlanta Atlanta should get him if he was behind Atlanta's top 10 P- PFFs offensive line he'd be running all over the place like Tyler Algiers getting chunk runs and he does not Look good, like Josh Jacobs looks fantastic, elite. He'll be still be super young. If I can acquire him for a 23 first, if I'm a contender all day, what do you think? Uh, if you're a contender, a 12 team league, you yeah, you feel like you're comfortable, you're gonna get that, you know, week one by a 23 first, yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. Slam. <laughs> You know, yep, and, and honestly, there's a chance that the Josh Jacobs o- owner could be, you know, stingy in the, in the pits. <laughs> no, you just be in the pits because he held on the Jacobs for years and years and years, and this team is more rebuilding. So there's a good chance that Josh Jacobs could be on a rebuilding roster. All right, let's get into our weekly players. My oomph player, Antonio Gibson. He went ten for fifty nine, three for eighteen in the passing game with one touchdown. But the thing is, the reason why he's my oomph player, he looked more explosive than Robinson by double. Like he, every time he touched the ball, it was a huge difference. He looked explosive. He was he was more agile. He feel like you feel like he could do more with the ball in his hands than Robinson, who's who's gonna go three yards and in a cloud of dust. Ugh. He had an amazing catch in the back of the end zone when he caught that. I thought for sure that was Terry McLaurin. <laughs> like that, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, my God, what an amazing catch by Terry. And then he stood up, and I saw the four. I'm like, no way. And then I saw the two. And I'm like, Tiptoed in f- the back of the end zone. Yeah, fantastic pass catcher. Hey, maybe all we needed was him not to be the guy. And this, yeah. is, this is what we need. Like, hey, maybe they're realizing J.D. McKissick, we shouldn't have re-signed him. Antonio Gibson should play that role. And Antonio Gibson being the third running back is just fine. As long as he's getting you know at least four or five targets and ten carries, sign me up. I'm happy with that. How about you? you? Yeah. I mean, yes, it
0: was against a middling Green Bay defense. Uh, Green Bay, another team that I guess just turned it off. Play Jordan Love. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. Play Jordan Love. <laughs> no, don't go that far, please. Hey, Roger, Rogers looks bad. Uh, I mean, His, Dylan looked bad. Dylan? looked terrible Yeah, four for 15. He looked terrible. We'll talk about stopped him at, at the goal play. line. Yeah. We'll, like we'll, we'll talk about him, but Gibson Gibson looks resurged. If I, if I, I, I put it like that, you know, I I, if the hype is around Brian Robinson right now, you could probably go out and acquire Gibson still um, on the cheap. So yeah, go for it. All right.
1: Now you're spray tan player of the week.
0: Huh? Well, let's take it down to Atlanta where they really don't need a spray tan, but Demir Bird, okay. One reception for 75 yards and a touchdown. What makes it even more funny is his hits his first reception of the season, <laughs> only his third target. Stay away from Demir Bird,
1: people, and that's the spray tan of the week. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will agree with that. Uh, it was a beautiful throw. It was uh, guy just got a uh, bird just got around the defender. He's fast. The de- they showed Eli Apple turning late and why he couldn't keep up. Eli Apple's a good corner and he's fast himself, but he just mistimed it completely. And you don't want to know why? Why the hell they're going to expect it to go deep? because they're just running the ball constantly.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was a broken play. To, uh, we see these broken plays a lot. I mean, last week was uh, Rashid Shaheen, Rashid Shaheed's uh, touchdown. And sure enough, he scored another touchdown this week. So I don't know. I'm not doing too well with these spray tan players of the week. Maybe you should go out and require uh, Demir Bird. Demir Bird, yeah.
1: <laughs> Speaking of something you might be able to use Demir Bird in, and that is underdog underdog the season is here and we are almost midway through you know what you can do your team's not doing so hot you're sitting there thinking okay this roster sucks i'm not even winning a place where you can go in is underdog go to the underdog app right now hit pause go and download it then use code dhh and have your deposit of up to a hundred dollars matched right away that's free money for something you're gonna do anyways the prop bets are so fun go ahead and do those Go do a weekly best ball. I, I just, like those, the weekly best
0: balls. So like you get you get into like it's a three-person draft. Yeah. And you only have to draft four players from one single game.
1: And that and that's always fun because yeah. you know what? It's almost easy money. And hey, you know, you listen to this podcast, you should know a little bit of something. So I want you to go use Underdog app today. And once again, code DHH for up to $100 matched right away. One thing I want to hit on quick before we get to the end of the show, and that is usage trends. Travis Etienne versus James Robinson. James Robinson had zero carries and one target all game. Etienne Etienne had fourteen carries and five targets. Man, James Robinson. Everybody's, you know, should I trade a for Robinson a first Robinson? No. The answer was no, and if you did, I am sorry. The season is worse already. Rest in peace, Robinson. It was only a matter
0: of time before Etienne took over
1: and then we're gonna do the twitter streets real quick my favorite tweet i saw today oh troy king troy king jumping out a window it's spongebob jumping out a window Brees hall dk metcalf Amon ross st brown all got hurt today it got tons of love and you know what it's true that that gif and meme is pretty much how we're all feeling yeah i had Amon ross st brown did not
0: have any Metcalf or Brees Hall. Those are the two players that I kind of stay away from, or I just couldn't Metcalf. acquire. Yeah. Uh, you have Metcalf. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bud. So I, let's a, pour one out. Let's pour one out for the for the Brees Hall, Metcalf, and the Amon Ross, St. Brown uh, managers today. You know it, it will get better. And Mike I'm Williams, we might as well add him. And that. Mike, well, then I,
1: I'm jumping out the window now too because we've <laughs> added Mike Williams to that list. All right. Oh. Let's talk about a couple trades we have made. And uh, speaking of AJ Dillon in a league where I felt like I was all in and I actually lost to the other manager that I made this deal with. I lost to him today. Uh, Noah Brown and a, and a late 23 second and third for AJ Dillon. I got AJ Dillon. I needed a running back and Hey, I mean, I might need AJ Dillon to step it up a little bit after this. Oh Yeah. But yeah, uh, A.J. Dillon not doing it for me. That deal, it looked great for me. And I actually went on the Dynasty Debates podcast after I did the trade and I said, hey, you know, A.J. Dillon could be a guy that when his contract is up could go to a team like Tennessee when Derrick Henry falls apart and becomes the Derrick Henry because A.J. Dillon could do that. And you know what? I think Derrick Henry will not fall apart because he is not human. So he will never fall apart. But A.J. Dillon, you need to play better because I lost Brees on that team this week. So it's going to be Singletary and Dalvin Cook all year, hopefully. Dear God, please. But that was my trade of the week that I made. Uh, A little less trading than I've had in the past week. So I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm trying to do at least one a week until the (laughs) trade deadline. Um,
0: And I got one done. Finally, I had this one put in. I, I I was going into the bye week with I have Jalen Hurts in my home 10 team, uh, Dirty Dynasty League. It's our league of record uh for my morning pod. And I'm like, man, I need a second quarterback. And as soon as Wentz went down, I got the offers, of course. Uh my my current roster is who is it? It's Wentz, Baker. Um, I picked up Geno Smith off of waivers in the offseason, so I was riding good with Geno and Hurts, and then I'm like, man, I need someone to cover Jalen Hurts' bye week, but I'm not going to go out and spend up on Taylor Heineke. I'm not going to do that. I want someone that's young. I want someone that has potential to grow, and that's when I went out and I made an offer for Davis Mills. Now, we talked about Davis Mills a lot in the offseason, how he has a lot of potential. It's a young franchise with a with a new coach, Lovey Smith, taking over the reins. And yes, they run the ball a lot. However, Davis Mills still threw the ball for over 300 yards today. And he got 18 fantasy points, not including the bonuses that I have in my home league. Now, my bonuses are passing first downs. You get a full point. And then if you go over 300, you get a five-point bonus. So realistically, for me, Davis Mills scored me 33 points today.
1: That's that's nice. And hey, if he can keep down those stupid interceptions he throws, the yeah. Carson Wentzian interceptions. The one interception today
0: was very, very bad. But he did have two touchdowns. And he's working with Damian Pierce. And that's where it goes with the passing first downs that make it really, really nice. I got Davis Mills for two seconds. One's an early second and one's a late second. I know it's a 10 team league. It might've been a little bit overpay. My original offer was uh, a late second and a third, but the guy is a definite rebuild. Like he took over an orphan and Davis mills was his best piece. So I'm like, all right, let me jumpstart your team for you. Here's two seconds for next year. He tried for a first. I was not giving up my first. Uh, because Davis Mills isn't worth our first yet. And that's why I went in now before he starts picking up steam played good coming out of the bye. He has a good match. He had a good matchup today and the matchups kind of are okay. He's going to be trailing from behind against Tennessee. He's going to be trailing from behind against Philadelphia. He's going to have a good game against New York. Then he plays Washington, Miami, Cleveland, Dallas, like
1: this kid has been doing pretty well. He's got he's got a lot to prove. That's for sure. Because this team also is in line for the number one pick. Yeah. And if if you know, and I don't think
0: they do. I don't think they spend it on him, man. I really don't.
1: There is a very good defensive player, you know, in (laughs) Alabama, a linebacker, pass rusher, that would look amazing in that blue uniform. But hey, you can't win unless you got a elite quarterback. And I would not be shocked if they go that route as well. Oh, but don't tell me that. I know. I I like Davis Mills, so that hurts my soul as well. Also, what hurts your soul is not having the Dynasty Nerds, you know, GM. They're making this Dynasty Nerds GM. They would have told me not app. to make that trade, wouldn't they? They're they have an app now. <laughs> it's coming out soon. Rich Ooh. has been talking about it on his show, and hey, what what do we all want in a Dynasty product? And it's an app. There's only a couple of them out there, but man, I know Dice Nerds is going to put out all fire with this app. And you can go to DiceNerds.com and sign up for that Nerd Herd. Use code DHH for 15% off any subscription that you choose from the Nerd Herd. You know what? You get an extra podcast. You get the Prospect Film Room, which is what I use to watch film on prospects coming in the year. 23 class coming out. I'm going to be digging into that. Prospect scores. And the lovely thing that I love to look at, that's a Dynasty GM. You know what? You want to make a trade. You got a running back that you, your, your team's stacked with running backs. You need a receiver. You can literally click things, and there's a graph chart that shows, hey, this team has elite wide receivers, and you have elite running backs. They might not be good at running back. Trades will line up perfect because that's what we want. We want trades to work out for both teams, not just to look for complete Complete screwing somebody else over in a yeah, trade. Yeah, like, no one will want to trade with you. Exactly, and this trade helps out everybody. So once again, use code DHH for fifteen percent off. James, we did it without Doug. We got through. Yay! I mean, boo, no Doug. <laughs> we got through, and you know what? Hopefully, I get through the week not crying about my loss of Brees Hall, and you do with your mic. Michael- Mike Williams shares. Mike is going to hurt for a little while. Yes, <laughs> it will. But you know what? We will get through it because that's what we got to do in fantasy football. It is a game we hate. It is a game we absolutely love. And that is the joy of fantasy and dynasty. And until next week where we talk about week eight, I am Tyler. And I'm James. Name, and James. And Doug, who's probably sipping a drink on a boat. And Corey comes in next week. And Corey will be here next week. Until then, everybody, we will talk to you later.